0: Hi, my name is James Shepard, and today I'm going to talk to you about debit transactions, both pin debit and signature debit. And I'm going to talk about how those two relate to surcharging cash discounting, um, in-kind incentive programs, non-cash adjustments, all of that stuff. The concept of passing the cost on to the consumer. So let's first of all take a step back just a little bit and let's talk about Expressions Hair Design. So if you don't know what Expressions Hair Design is, Expressions Hair Design was kind of the lead merchant uh, in a court case that went all the way to the Supreme Court about the surcharging ban in uh, New York. Okay, And so this all these merchants got together and said, okay, the city of New York or the state of New York rather is banning us saying we can't do a surcharge and we think that's unconstitutional. It violates our free speech rights. So they took that all the way to Supreme Court and they won, Expressions, Hair, Design and the other defendants, they won their case and the Supreme Court unanimously agreed that it was a violation of the First Amendment free speech rights to tell a merchant how they could communicate their prices to merchants. Okay. I'm sorry, to consumers, how the merchant could could, to, could communicate their prices to consumers. So it's one thing to regulate prices like they do maybe in the electric you know, uh, industry or utilities that kind of thing, but it's another thing to tell the merchant it's okay to charge this price, but how you communicate it. You can't tell a merchant how they can communicate it, that's unconstitutional. So that one court case is really what started all of this kind of craze around our industry. Now, it existed long before this, but that's what really kind of started the whole craze about surcharging and then it was like, okay, surcharging is awesome, but we are not allowed to surcharge debit. Now I want to talk about that for a second. Why are we not allowed to surcharge debit? Is there a law against surcharging debit? Now there may be a state law here or there that I'm not aware of, but from what I am aware of, there are no laws and I'm not an attorney, this is not legal advice, but there are no laws, certainly no federal laws that I'm aware of that discriminate between a debit transaction and a credit transaction. The reason that you can't surcharge debit is because of Visa's rules. Okay. Visa has specific rules about surcharging. Now again, some states I'm sure have laws that prohibit certain things. I'm not an expert on every single state's laws, but the main reason you can't surcharge debit is because Visa has rules in place and these rules were implemented because Visa for a long time did not allow surcharging at all. That was also part of their rules, but they saw that the Supreme Court and everybody was going to strike that down as unconstitutional. So they've allowed surcharging, but they don't allow it on debit. So the first thing I want to make sure you understand about this whole debit thing with surcharging and cash discounting is that you cannot surcharge debit. Now here is an area, the first area of confusion that I want to clear up. Are we talking about signature debit or pin debit? We're talking about both. And it's important to understand that they're different. When you go to the machine, to a, a machine to buy something at a store and you pull out your bank card, okay? When you swipe that card or insert that card, what does it ask you? It'll say, Do you want to run this as credit or debit? In either case, it is illegal, not illegal, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that, it is not compliant with visa rules to run, to add a surcharge to that transaction, whether it's signature debit or pin debit. Now this is a big area of confusion. I know some reps that are confused by it because they'll go from doing a cash discount program to surcharging and they'll go, well as long as I don't set them up on pin debit then I can add the surcharge to everything. No you can't and this is what gets confusing. No. That signature debit that runs over the Visa and MasterCard logo, if it's running as credit, it doesn't matter. It's a debit card. Whether you're running it as debit or credit, it is a debit card and you cannot surcharge it. And So these machines that do surcharging, they recognize the card type, whether it's pin debit or signature debit, they recognize this is a debit card and they don't add the fee. Now the question becomes though, what about with cash discount? Okay, so with cash discount, the idea, or again, you could call it a non-cash adjustment, an in-kind incentive, you know, whatever you know you're using to, you know, uh, whatever you're calling your program. Can you do debit there? Well, a couple of things about it. So, first of all, the co- whole concept of a you know non-cash incentive. Let's say so. Uh, uh, you know, you're you're try- or a non-cash adjustment. So, you're trying to incentivize people an in-kind incentive, incentivize them to use cash. Well, that would be on all non-cash sales. So, if it's not cash, you add on the service fee, or you have the price increase. Would be the proper way of saying it from a compliance perspective. You have a price increase if it's not. Cash. If it is cash, they pay less. Okay, so I think it's pretty well accepted in the industry that when you're talking about signature debit, meaning you're running a transaction as a credit card, in those situations you are going to go ahead and be adding the, uh, you know, doing the price increase on those transactions because it's running over the Visa Mastercard rails, um, and so it's, you know, or I shouldn't say that. it's running over the Visa Mastercard logo. It's it's their brand, and so that's considered credit, and so that's not cash. But, what about Pin Debit? So I've seen a trend lately of several companies where they have these non-cash adjustment or in-kind incentive type programs, cash discount programs and what they are doing is they are saying, okay, with this program though, with Pin Debit, we do not add the service fee because we look at Pin Debit as cash. Okay. It's actually kind of an interesting approach. Um, I think it's interesting from a compliance perspective because I think it does make the programs seem a little bit more compliant that you're like, okay, if you do PIN Debit, you know, then that's fine. The other thing that's nice about that is it does does give the customers an option to say, okay, with PIN Debit, if I don't want to pay the fee, I can use my card, you know, my PIN Debit card. Here's the problem with it though. I'm, I'm, I'm not a 100% sold on it yet and the reason is because again, with surcharging, Surcharging makes it really, really clear that you cannot surcharge uh, pin debit or uh, you know signature debit, either one. So to do a program where you are adding a service fee to signature debit but not pin debit, it does get a little bit tricky. Um, and so again, I think it's fine as long as it's under an in-kind incentive program, uh, but there is a big difference. If you read the Durbin Amendment, it talks about two programs that are protected. It talks about a cash discount program, but then it specifies that a discount means you are not increasing the regular price. Then it talks about an in-kind incentive. This would be your non-cash adjustment. So you're just saying, hey, if you don't, if you know, if you don't pay with cash, there's gonna be a non-cash adjustment because we're incentivizing you to pay with cash. So on those programs, to be honest, I still like it to just be, hey, you know what? If you don't if you pay with cash. Then great. If you don't pay with cash, there's a non cash adjustment. But it is interesting the concept of having that pin debit thing. So I'm not today gonna give you my opinion of yes or no, it's good or bad, but I think there's pros and cons to it. Again, the pro is it gives the consumers another way to pay. When they do their pin debit card. And the other pro is that from a compliance perspective, it could be perceived as a little bit better because you're saying, hey, we're treating pin debit as pin debit, whereas if it's running over the Visa MasterCard credit, that's not cash. And so we're not considering that cash equivalent, but we are going to consider pin debit cash equivalent. So the other, the other last thing I'll tell you that's a good thing about it is it does help because the consumers are probably gonna be a little less likely to complain about it, you know? And that's really where all the issues stem from with cash discount programs and even non-compliant surcharge programs. Because Because the customer complains, the consumer complains to their bank, that makes it all the way to Visa. Visa investigates, reaches out to the acquirer and that's where we have all of our issues. So again, kind of a complicated thing. The big takeaways are, number one, if you're doing a surcharge program and you want to be compliant, you absolutely cannot surcharge pin debit. Or signature debit. So even if they don't have a pin pad, you're still only gonna be able to surcharge maybe 60%, 40% of their transactions, the rest being signature debit. Okay, and you can't surcharge those. That's important takeaway. The other important takeaway is if you have a in kind incentive program like a non-cash adjustment, you might consider saying, Well, wait a second, let's give them the pin debit option, and we're not gonna add the non cash adjustment to that. We're gonna tell them that pin debit is considered the same as cash or cash equivalent, and that gives people an extra out and I have seen a lot of larger ISOs go in that direction and talk to them about it and it's a very interesting strategy to really help with the compliance stuff. My name is James Shepherd. Hope you have an awesome day.